0: folks welcome to this second part in a special holiday series that we're doing for the module security podcast i just want to take the time to say thanks again to camilla for putting uh, this all together uh, and we will be back again with you next year so look out for uh, the module security podcast with its regular schedule programming in early january but for now thanks again camilla and yeah let's listen to part two of her special series hello alex and hello listener. Welcome to part two of our holiday special segment on the Ubuntu Security Podcast. If you don't remember me, then what are you doing? Go listen to part one of this segment. Give this episode a quick pause and I'll be waiting here for you when you're ready to come back. Hopefully, the ones listening from this point forward have already listened to part one, so I can move on and do introductions for part two. Hey, I'm Camila, and so far we've been talking about cybersecurity and the holidays. More specifically, what is it about the holidays that attracts hackers to your company's network or even your personal devices? A few examples of those and a memory refresher for you include reduced staff, less people working attracts hackers to your network because there are less people defending it, human error Your system is only as safe as your weakest link, and the weakest link tends to be people themselves. Increased amount of emails being received, people really enjoy doing their shopping during the holidays, and hackers definitely take advantage of that. The use of insecure Wi-Fi networks by company staff, anyone can connect to those networks, including the enemy. Companies under-preparing for busy times, e-commerce companies, for example, need to be equally ready to face customers and hackers. And last but not least, companies not preparing at all for risky times. Santa won't come down a hacker's chimney to leave them gifts, but you can be sure that they will come down yours to leave you some malware. So that was a quick recap for you. Today, however, instead of talking about the why, we're talking about the what. What can you do to avoid cyber attacks during the holidays and what can you do to fix the issues that might be the flame drawing the hacker moth to your network? Let's start by talking about fix number one, also known as staff training. Last time, I wanted a list with more than just three items, so I was able to squeeze out a lot from what actually should be one single issue, which is human error. The question is, how do we solve the human error situation? How do we fix humans? And before we get too philosophical here, let me tell you, we don't need to fix people. You are beautiful and amazing just the way you are. Remember that, listener. However, We do want to avoid you causing a huge breach into the company network because you decided to plug a random flash drive into your computer after you found it just laying there at the coffee house you go to every morning to start your workday with some freshly brewed coffee. So cute! It has a rubber ducky on it. Anyway, how do we teach humans not to do things? The question answers itself. We teach them. Nothing is more valuable than the things that we truly learn and become knowledge, forever to be used and enjoyed by our amazing minds. Therefore, human error issues can be minimized by a lot through staff training, cybersecurity training, to be more specific to our currently discussed situation. This Christmas, give your staff the gift of knowledge. I know, it sounds lame. It sounds like a teacher trying to convince you that homework is fun. That is why, to make things even better and to get that training to stick like a Christmas jingle into the minds and hearts of your staff, make it fun. People are always more likely to remember things that they enjoy. Use some fun dynamics to remind them of all the scam email they can get, especially during this time of the year, and spread the word. If something seems too good to be true, it's because it probably is. I know we all want that sweet, sweet new video game console for just $20, but you can think of that after you check that the email you received is from offer at definitelynotascam.com. If your staff knows what to look out for, they know what to avoid, and you, my friend, might just have yourself a cyber-safer company during the holidays just because of the simple step you decided to take. Fix number two, work device policies. If your employees work from home or use devices of their own to connect to company assets, establish rigid policies in order to avoid any issues. Set up a VPN in order for your employees to be able to safely perform network-related work activities in unsafe networks. VPNs, however, will not save you if your employee unsafely uses the same device to perform personal activities and to perform work activities. What do I mean by that? An employee safely connects to the company network through a VPN, and immediately after disconnecting, they access one of those websites that hurts your eyes just from looking at all the ads and the flashing lights that show up as soon as you hit that button for the homepage. Something downloads, a pop-up shows up, gets in the way of something important in the screen. They click yes, whatever, it's just some random OS message. Happens all the time. And voila, some malware just got installed. Of course, as we mentioned previously, had this employee been trained, this situation might have been avoided. However, sometimes the situation is not as simple as this and hackers can be resourceful and very efficiently get what they want even from the most well-trained of employees. Therefore, no matter how many layers of cryptography you put between your company network and a hacker, if your employee locally has malware on the computer they use for work, you still have a big problem. What if this employee needs to save some work file in their computer? free for the taking for whoever was lucky enough to get their malicious code inserted into the person's device. The idea is, an extra layer of protection won't do you dirty, so let us avoid local threats as well by enforcing the use of separate devices for personal activities and for work activities. If a person only has one device available, policies like the necessary usage of an antivirus software, setting up blockages for the connection of external devices, such as the USB you came across at that coffee shop. Enforcing hard drive encryption and requesting that work environments be set in a different partition of a machine might help you solve many issues and avoid undesired surprises. Oh, and no need to mention this because this should be a gimme. Strong password policies. What is the point of encrypting your hard drive if you're going to do it with a password that is your company's name, for example? This is almost 2022 people, we as an evolved society are way past the point where we allow our users to have passwords that can be built using five of our fridge magnets. Moving on to fix number three, be prepared. So it's the holiday season. A beautiful dinner to be hosted for your friends and family will happen tomorrow. You are so excited, it will be amazing. Except you didn't invite anyone, you didn't prepare the food, you don't even have a menu set up or an ingredient shopping list. You don't know what to wear, who will show up, where you are having this event since your house might be too small to accommodate all of those people and you have prepared nothing at all for an event you plan to host in 24 hours. Actually, saying that you plan... To host it might be a bit of a stretch, considering that you planned absolutely nothing. You just thought of it. So, after telling you this small tale, I ask you, listener, what do you think of the situation? Might I guess your answer, as it might be the same as mine? Why? A simple yet efficient question. Why did you not prepare beforehand to an event you are so excited about or that you consider to be so important? Did anyone catch my drift yet? Does anyone see the analogy? Well, let me say it explicitly if the point has still not come across. If you know that the holidays will be a sensitive time for your business, don't wait one week until before the holidays to get things ready. This should be a year-long effort and preparations for the holidays should start way before people even consider thinking about the Christmas spirit and such. How can we prepare, you might ask? Well, that is a simple question to answer. Once again, prepare your staff for what is to come. A prepared staff is a more efficient staff. Devise plans for the holiday season so that your team knows what to do in case of an emergency. And by emergency, I mean a cyber attack. If there are plans, guidelines and protocols that everyone can follow given a specific attack scenario and everyone in the team knows the working of said plan and the roles they play in it being trained to execute it and having practiced execution should the situation come to it everyone will know what to do and metaphorical fires can be put out a lot faster another way to prepare for emergency situations is to correctly map your network the services that it provides, the devices that communicate within it, and the importance of each asset in the company and in the service or product that this company might offer. Know yourself and you will be a hundred times more prepared to face your enemies. Of course, you can never anticipate every possible attack situation you will come across, but knowing the ins and outs of your network might be what makes it or breaks it for you. Have you never heard of those epic stories of kids who save a person's life because of something they learned in first aid class? Well, let them be an example to you. Still talking a little bit about knowing yourself and knowing your network? Remember to update information on said network and changes made to critical assets such as devices, software, and processes due to new requirements that might show up for a service or product during the holiday season. These are times where changes to the infrastructure, hardware, and software might be needed in order for a business to adapt to new client demands or even to start preparing for the year to come. So, permanent changes. Out with the old, in with the new. Prepare the staff so that they can understand this new infrastructure and know how to defend it. Fix number four, backups and backups for your backups. Avoid single points of failure. How many holiday movies have we watched where Christmas is ruined because there is only one sleigh, one copy of each gift, one Santa? Come on, Santa, you should be wiser than that. You know when you have that important file? Like that beautiful New Year's speech you might want to read for your family during the party talking about how 2022 is going to be amazing and definitely better than 2021? Or your gift list to Santa Santa? or just a simple plain document with all your passwords? I'm just kidding, don't save your passwords in a random document in your computer. Didn't your company teach you that during security training? If they haven't, tell them to listen to this podcast and check out tip number one. The point is, when you write your speech and want to save it for later in your computer, you click on the save button, that little floppy disk on the top left corner, and you click it not once, not twice, but hundreds of times just to be sure, am I right? Plus, it's not going to cause any issues to save things more than once, so you might as well. If you think like that, but you don't back up your company data, then well, Santa might just put you in his naughty list. Back up your company data with the same enthusiasm, you click on that button to save something very important. And bringing the topic of preparedness back, test your backups. What's the point of having them if you don't know if they work? Number five, have people available to solve issues in a crisis situation. Yes, it sucks to have to work during the holidays, but sometimes we have to take one for the team. The idea is you can have a rotation and the same person won't have to miss the holidays every year. If a team is well prepared, sometimes you might not even need everyone to be working at the same time during the holiday season. Therefore, once again, I bring preparedness into play. A well-prepared team will know what to do in case of a crisis, even if it's only part of that team. For fix number six, the one that rhymes, share what you know. So if you are active during the holiday season, share your information with those that don't have it but might need it. I bet there are people that would be more thankful to you for telling them about that CVE they're vulnerable to than they would about getting socks for Christmas. Again. I'm just kidding. I love getting socks for Christmas. What I don't love is getting pwned. The best thing we as a cybersecurity community can do is act like one. Share, report, and make others aware of issues we might find in the beautiful thing that is the internet. I know not everyone is going to be researching software and learning about new CVEs that came out on December 31st, but if you are one of those people, do feel free to share your thoughts with the ones who matter. Those celebration fireworks will be for you in case you do. The faster the information gets to the ears of those who can solve the problem, the quicker said problem can be solved. And once again, I say this, but last but not least, this would not be an Ubuntu security podcast segment if we didn't mention this very important security practice you should always have, especially during the holidays. Keep those patches up to date. The security team at Canonical has been working hard to get patches out and updating can be done with just one command anyway, most of the time, to get things fixed and up and running. Our Christmas gift to you. To wrap this up with a beautiful bowl on top, I once again have a few thoughts from members of the security team, this time on what you can do to stay safe during the holiday and also on what they plan to do to stay safe in the new year that is to come. The first question I had for the team is, what are your tips for a security team to overcome possible holiday cyber attacks? And I got two answers. The first one is from Spiros, who said, despite everyone hating it, of course, on-call is the way to go. Make sure that you have points of contact for each day of the holiday season. Understand that while your workload won't change, your team's capabilities will. While the former might be increased, the latter will be reduced, so plan ahead and reprioritize everything and everyone to focus on the critical parts of your infrastructure and ignore the rest temporarily. So, this is the answer from Speedos, and we also got an answer from Mark, who said, We definitely see security researchers discover new vulnerabilities during the holiday break. I suspect it gets boring being stuck with family for a few days. So it's important for companies to keep an eye out for important security updates during the holidays and to deploy them as soon as possible. If researchers are bored, I'm guessing the attackers are bored also. The second question I asked the team was, What are your security New Year's resolutions? Spiro said, Personally, to rethink the security and privacy balance and the compromises between self-hosting and big public clouds, and self-host whatever I can by the end of the year. Workwise, to understand the end-day landscape better and improve the security hardening offered by our products. Seth also answered this question, and his answer was, I've got a few YubiKeys and have configured them for my most important accounts. I intend to take some of the downtime during the break to add those to a few more accounts and perhaps complain to the companies that don't offer two-factor authentication protections that they should have them by now. So, two-in-one, his New Year's resolutions, and also a tip for companies to be safer during the holidays with two-factor authentication. A huge thanks to Spiros, Mark, and Seth for sharing their thoughts with the listeners of this podcast. So, after talking all this much, I hopefully leave you all with a useful end-of-the-year message. One you can use to further secure your network and your company in order to have a peaceful holiday. Leaving your network vulnerable is your Christmas present for hackers. And I know it is the end of the year, time to share and to give, but let's share the love and not our clients' personal data, shall we?